If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. It's Dr. Roto. Get out the insurance card. Get out the copay. The office is open, my friends. Adam Ronis, NFL Network's Jane Palmer, said Patrick Mahomes is dealing with a legit ankle injury. That is opposed to an illegit one. I mean, I think we all know this. We've watched him play. He's obviously battled through it and hasn't been 100%. You know, still had three touchdowns last week. The big factor was they only had the ball for 20 minutes. So, yeah, I mean, look, it's clearly affecting his game. Uh, you know, he had it with the span of one touchdown in two games, bounced back last week. So, uh, overall, the numbers are still good. But you could see him. I mean, he's clearly limping around a lot. And um, I'm actually surprised, like, he hasn't come out of these games. Like, uh, you know, you give him a lot of credit. It's a tough injury. I mean, obviously, as a quarterback, you know, it's a little bit different compared to other positions. But, you know, he does need to plan. He runs a little bit. And, you know, especially trying to – get some uh, velocity on the throws. I mean, because you've seen, he's been missing a lot. He has been missing a lot. And, you know, it's like the same thing we saw with Cam Newton, right, with his foot, and he just doesn't look right. I mean, Mahomes is gutting it out. He's a, he's a strong, tough guy. But, I mean, he's obviously not 100%. But, look, the offensive line is terrible, and there's been a lot of injuries to his receivers as well. Yeah, uh, there's no question about it. And, you know, he's still able to make some throws just because of his arm. Uh, and he'll, He's able to take chances, and he's got such a good arm, and he can throw some from various angles that, 
you know, he's able to at least do something still. But even that touchdown of Tyreek Hill, that wasn't a great throw. That was Tyreek making a play. I mean, he threw it up in traffic. No, well, don't you think the great Brett Favre used to throw everything up in traffic and his guys would make plays? Right. Well, he would also get picked off a lot, too. Well, that's true. I mean, that is absolutely true. So, I mean, I just trying to think tonight, I see 260 to 275 and two touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, I think for some people who drafted Mahomes that early, that's not good enough. Well, that's the pro, but th- that's unfair, right? Oh, no, he's three hundred and fifty no. yards and three touchdowns. You can't get that every week. Well, then you, you you expect that if you draft him in the second or third round, you you have to expect that. I mean, what did you think? The, I took him in the second round of the GST. And I what did. were the no- and what were the numbers you were expecting this year? You were looking I expected for at least 40, 40. 40, 40 touchdowns. Right, and he's got what fourteen now through six games. So that's what twenty eight. I mean, I I think he'll get thirty five. You don't? 30, 35 is not good enough for a second-round pick. He's not. That doesn't separate him from the pack. That's probably true. But his yards usually do. But in that league, it was a six-point-per-touchdown throw. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't really change it for me. It does for me slightly. It does. But, I mean, look, if you could draft now, would you rather have Patrick Mahomes in round five or Russell Wilson in round Oh, wait, not eight? even close. I, you, I got Wilson in the GST, I don't know, double-digit rounds. I had Wilson and Dak. I, I'm Loving it. Do you think Wilson goes in the double-digit rounds if we drafted right now? No, he would be a top, I would think, top three quarterback off the board for sure. What round? Uh, in, in the online championship? Yeah. He would go eight, round eight or nine. That's usually where we see those, those quarterbacks go. So he'd be, right, right. So, I mean, instead of Baker Mayfield, you'd have Russell Wilson. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, you'd see, you'd still see Mahomes go, Watson, Lamar Jackson, Wilson would be my guess. Ryan's got to be up there too. I mean, I loved Ryan before the year. I somehow only have him in one league, but uh, I, I liked Ryan a lot this year. I mean, obviously, I didn't expect the defense to be this atrocious, but that's really helped him. Uh, no one really talks about him, but they're like he's set up for fantasy success the rest of the year. I mean, he's thrown for 300 yards in every single game, and it probably will continue this week against the Rams. I know Jalen Ramsey could play, but. They're still going to be chucking. I mean, look, even the whole thing with Jalen Ramsey is that Marcus Peters was their other guy. Troy Hill is terrible. I mean, what are we looking at here? It's only one guy. I mean, Ramsey may cover the other team's number one guy, but the rest of the guys are a feast too. Yeah, and that's for sure. So I I still think the Falcons are going to put up points this week. And, you know, Ramsey hasn't played for weeks. Uh, He doesn't know the system. I'm sure they'll just put him, my guess, on Julio and say, all right, just shadow him. Don't worry about anything else. So I think I'm starting to like Alan Lazard. I got him in one league run. It's for 25 bucks. I got him in the GST for 82 bucks uh, because I haven't really spent a lot of money, and I have major issues this week, especially if Hollywood Brown's going to be out. So I have Godwin on by, Beckham on by, Brown banked up, Shepard out. Like my team is just, and there's a lot of people like this is the worst week, man. It really is bad. Brutal. I some, brutal. I have some leagues where I just I don't know what I'm going to do. So yeah, Lazard. No, but you know why though? It's smart drafting. Because Godwin, right? right. Godwin, I mean, yeah. Moore, Samuel, McCaffrey, right. Evans. Yeah. These, are, If you are smart guys, if you're a smart player, you have a lot of guys this week. Yeah, I got a lot of those guys. So, you know, you just hope you never want to lose. But realistically, when you look at your roster and if your opponent has no bias, you know you're in trouble. But right. you just want to get a good amount of points that you don't fall behind the pack. That's the key. So it's going to be a rough week, uh, and especially with – 
injuries. Uh, we have a lot of guys that we're not sure are going to play. And then you have got here. See, I think it's tough for me is because of tonight's game. Like I have situations where I have Demarcus Robinson and McCall Hartman. Can't and I, I don't want to, but okay. So like in one league where I have Hollywood Brown, if he doesn't play, like I, I probably have to play Hartman, but I'm not going to know that. Now, Hollywood Brown's not practicing today, so those are the tough decisions because you don't feel good about those Chiefs receivers right now, and you understand that any of them can make a big play on a given week. Can you pick up anybody else on the waiver wire? There's not much out there, man. So, uh, yeah. I'm gonna, I don't I'm, know whether Brown plays this week. I think that's a very iffy start. I know. I mean, tomorrow is going to be the determining factor because he hasn't practiced Wednesday and Thursday pretty much all year. But the fact that he sat out last week and he's not back on the practice field is a problem. Well, should we delay tonight's game for you? Yeah, can we? For everyone. Yeah. No, that's the one, no, that's the one thing. Look, I, look, the, the, it, Thursday night games hurt fantasy, man. People have to make tough decisions. We see, you see the questions on the message board. Oh, you know, brutal. Because there's a lot of guys we don't know are going to play until Sunday, and you have to make a decision tonight. And you're you're always going to be 50-50 a lot of the times. You know, the thing is with Hardman and Robinson, I just don't like their matchups either tonight. Well, they have low. And well, which which guy? And between Pringle, Robinson, and Hardman, which guy is going to do well? See, this is why tonight no in, in DFS you need 150 lineups because you you got to pick the right guy. No one knows, just like you said. Yeah, because no Hardman can score two touchdowns. Robinson could. They each could score none and get two targets. They, right. That's the way it is right now with those guys. They're all capable of making big plays. I mean, Hardman has looked the more most consistent, but his numbers haven't been great the last but, couple weeks. But Pringle's been the most. I think Pringle's well, he, been pretty good too. He wasn't. He wasn't great last week though. Right, but that doesn't mean he wasn't a couple of weeks ago. But it's it's very very tricky. No, they're they're tough. It's Hill and Kelsey, and that's it that you yeah. really feel confident with. I do feel good about them. All right, let's take a little time out. We'll come back, and you know what? We'll talk some more football right after this. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We are back. We are full-time fantasy. Dr. Roto along with Adam Ronas. We're here for you. Check us out at fulltimefantasy.com. Enter the promo code ROTO50 or ronas 50 And just for you, we will give you 50% off for the first two months. Not for anybody else, just for you. Okay? Right, Ronas? We're generous like that. Absolutely. That's true. All right. Let's get to... What do we want to get to today? So, oh, did you see Chargers send Travis Benjamin to the IR? How unlucky is this team? It. It's insane. It's every single year. They just get so many injuries. And you wonder, is it just bad luck? Is it the medical staff? It's insane what has happened to that team. And it's the same story every year. So, yeah, stop uh, picking the Chargers to do well is the lesson here. All right. What do you think? Mitch, do you think Mitch Trubisky plays this week? It sounds like he is. It doesn't sound like it's, you know, the best situation for his shoulder. But at least it's the non-throwing shoulder. So, I'm guessing he plays. Do you think Chris Thompson plays? No. It's turf toe. We're already seeing how that is with Devontae Adams, so uh, I wouldn't plan on him. I actually have him in one league where I've actually been using him as RB2 because I'm strong at receiver and tight end, and my RB1 is McCaffrey. So he picked the wrong week to sit out for me because no McCaffrey, no Thompson. <laughs> so What about Wendell Smallwood? Because Adrian Peterson is going to do nothing. Against the 49ers. I no. mean, I, I, don't, I don't feel good about it. Honestly, I don't even want to play anyone on that team. Even McL- I mean, I might play McLaurin in one league because of buys, but it, this is brutal. And I will tell you this. Uh, did you see um, the comments from Kyle Shanahan about no. coaching in Washington? Oh, boy. Remember what I told you about ownership, man? He hated it there. They asked him something. He said, yeah, the only good thing was really working with my dad. Everything else, no. So, wow. so, this, you right. this, so this could be a case that maybe he really wants to run it up on them. You know how you always talk about revenge games for players? This could be a coach that, I hate it there. You know what? I got this team. We're not going to take it lightly. Let's just full throttle on Washington and run up the score. Well, <laughs> they might do that. I mean, they could probably do it anyway, but. So you're saying you start Jimmy G or who nah, am I starting? Th- that's the pro- you know what's amazing is when you look at the top teams in the NFL right now, they really don't have a lot of fantasy assets, and especially San Francisco. I mean, really, San Francisco, you can only start Coleman, Brita, and Kittle. That's it. Like, yeah, Pettis is getting more snaps, but are they going to throw this week? I have to start Garoppolo in one league because I forgot. Uh, maybe it's a Winston league where he's on by and there was nothing great on the waiver wire, but I, I don't feel good about it. I like Garoppolo. I do, and I think you can win a Super Bowl with Garoppolo. I just don't know 
who his trusted receiver is. It used to be Marquise Goodwin. It's not anymore. Dante Pettis is MIA half the time. I mean, it's it's Kittle. But would you start Kittle this week? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I know he's still dealing with the groin issue, and uh, I think he didn't practice yesterday, but he had it last week. He went out there and played. He's looked great this year. Yeah, Kittle's the only – Kittle and the two backs, really, are the only guys you really feel confident in. I mean, I'm hoping there's a week coming up soon where they can get a competitive game and then – because we really don't – we don't know about Garoppolo. He hasn't been tested at all this year. I mean, they've just been running the ball. They've dominated defensively. Garoppolo has had to do nothing. No, like I, that's true. I want to see. I want to see Garoppolo in a spot where they're down fourteen. Can he take them back? I think he can. I think he can. We haven't seen it yet, though. No, we haven't seen it. That's true. We haven't seen it. But if you're asking me, if, do I think we can? I, I do. I think it's possible. I think he's got that kind of moxie to him. That's the okay. Word so I have then, so then, if it doesn't get done, you're not going to say, "Well, he doesn't have the weapons in the passing game." Like you, you got to make. Well, this. here's the. Well, no, no. Here, here's the problem. He doesn't have the weapons in the passing game. He's got a bunch of wide receiver threes and fours. He doesn't have a one. Okay, so that means if if he falters, that's going to be the fallback? If he falters, is that going to be a, the fallback? When a tight end is your number one, that's never good for a team. A tight end should be a two, not a one. Agreed? Yeah, unless it's Gronk, I guess. I mean, if the... I mean, the Chiefs, I guess the one is... Uh, I mean, Kelsey was number one in targets last year. But, but isn't I mean, Hill, Hill the one, really? I mean, Hill's the one that changes the the defense because of his speed deep. I mean, look, the, the only team that I remember, and maybe I'm going way back here, the Giants with Mark Bavaro, he different, was the one. Yeah, different era, too. Right. But yeah. I don't think you can win with the, the... Maybe the Eagles did with Zach Ertz? When? Last year? When they won I mean, the two Super years Bowl. ago, uh, yeah. they, well, they had Alshon on that team, right? But he was, uh, he's not, yeah, I guess. He's not really a one. I mean, Ertz is more, was more of a one. But I think when that happens, I, don't, I just don't know whether your team can go that far. And I think, ask yourself, is Marquise Goodwin a one? Who's Jimmy's number one? Who's, well, Gronk was the one for Brady, right? But yeah, Edelman. Yeah, he's not a one, though. Like, but, good, but Goodwin and Pettis and Debo Samuel are like fives. Yeah, it's, it's not good. I mean, they're literally – Marquise Goodwin goes to another team. Is he a four? Mar- Goodwin is a speed guy that's not going to command a lot of volume. Yeah, he's not, he's not ideally a starter on a really good team. Right. Is he, let me ask you this one. How about this? Is he a starter on the Jets? No. No. I mean, well, so we have Robbie Anderson and Crowder. Crowder. Well, Crowder on the slot, Robbie on the outside. I get, yeah. You could put him on the outside and get away with it. But I'm just saying that's not that's ideal. A, I mean, Debo Samuel maybe is the guy we like Jalen Hurd, but he's on the IR. Right, Debo, Debo's been a little banked up. He's a rookie, so, I mean, he could be. We, so we, I'm not making excuses for Jimmy G. I'm just saying it's not going to be his fault. He, he will get the success, but he won't get the blame. Okay, I mean, again, I would like to see him. I know the 49ers do have a couple of tough games coming up on the schedule ahead in the week, so... Uh, I would like to see them tested, man. I mean, it's been a joke so far. Let me tell you why Kyle Ch- Shanahan is great. Do you remember the guys from last year, Nick Mullins and C.J. Beth? Yeah, and they were They solid. were pretty good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's good coaching. That they could go three deep and still win games? That's amazing to me. The Jets couldn't win anything. Well, I mean, look at the quarterback they had, though. I mean, but Gase and Shanahan, I don't think we want to compare them right now. But no. but I think you're right. I think that they will try to run up the score. I just don't know who. But look, I, I bid on Garoppolo last week, like 40 or 50 bucks, because I needed a backup. Yeah, it's just, for fantasy, it's just, he, again, a lot of it is 
the game script, and it kind of hasn't been his fault. They really haven't needed him to do anything. They've just been blowing teams out. So mm -hmm. that that's the biggest problem from a fantasy perspective. We haven't gotten the stats. I mean, it's seven touchdowns. In what in five games? I mean, it's not good enough, but it's he hasn't been asked to do much when they are continuously ahead and kicking the crap out of teams. I think I wasted money last night, Ronas. I spent okay. a lot of money on Sam Darnold. I spent like a hundred dollars on Darnold in six different leagues. I don't know. I see. I was picking him up over the last few weeks. I have him. I did too. I did too. But until here, I saw he was out there, and I got rid of. I literally cut Baker Mayfield for him in like five leagues. Damn, who would have thought that before the year? <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, Baker's a top five quarterback. Oh, week seven, yeah, cut him for Sam Darnold. Who coming but Darnold has good matchups. Oh, he does, man. That schedule, man. It, look, if, if you weathered the storm and you were able to get through with a decent amount of points and record, holding on to Crowder, Robbie Anderson, man, you're going to love life. And uh, I'll say it again. I, I don't feel great about using them this week, but I think the Jets have a really good shot to beat New England this week. I really do. I, I think they will have a puncher's chance. But, I mean, New England and Jacksonville are rough. But when you got Miami, the Giants. Jacksonville's not really rough anymore. Okay. Oh, that's true. Without Ramsey, that's true. Yeah. Miami, the Giants, Washington, Oakland, Cincinnati, and Miami. Dude, that is. Oh. And then week 15 is at Baltimore. Week 16, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh doesn't scare me. Maybe week 15 at Baltimore is the one bad one. Maybe. Right. Uh, especially with their secondary, really, you know, they're going to get Jimmy Smith back soon, Marlon Humphrey. Right. That could be a rough game. But weeks 8 through 14, dreamboat. Yeah, it's it's looking good. So, uh, yeah, I have him as a backup in, I think, at least two of the online championships. I'm in four. So I think I have him in at least two. Um, don't plan to start him a lot. Uh, I think I have, like, Dak and Winston. But, uh, you know, Winston See, is— but I had to pick him up because I had Kyler Murray as my guy. And you know what? I don't know if I trust him every week. Uh, I feel good about him. I mean, especially this week. I mean, he's played a lot better. He's running. Yeah, but he so. plays San Francisco twice, doesn't he? Yes, in the next five weeks he does. Yes. Yeah. That, that's going to be rough. Yeah. I mean, he's got—doesn't he have Seattle, too? He's got— I'm not worried the, about Seattle. There he's, is, got, he's got New Orleans, San Francisco, Tampa Bay, San Francisco before his bye. Yeah, Tampa's fine. You're going to throw on them. You're not going to run much. That's true, but the other three games are going to be brutal. Yeah, he does have the high floor with his rushing ability, though, but it is it is going to be a little difficult. All right, guys, we'll take a quick break. Talk more football right after this. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least. 
as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Appreciate it. Like the tune. And I'm not dying young yet. Easy. <laughs> Easy. Rollers, did I tell you? I went to the bank today. I gave him a check, and one of the checks said, happy 50th. And he goes, you look like you're in your young 30s. That made your I'm day, a, right? I'm going to tell, tell my wife that tonight. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to slap me upside the head. All right. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? Go to pointsbet.com backslash grid and open up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code grid, and you'll get two risk-free bets up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBet also offers its own betting concept where customers are rewarded by how much they win their bet. So, for example, if you're playing tonight's NFL game and you bet the Chiefs minus three, and if they beat the Broncos by seven, you'll get seven times your stake. That's pointsbet.com, pointsbet.com backslash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get your two risk-free bets up to $1,000 today. It's pointsbet.com. And if you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER, 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See the website for details. I was watching a very, 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 very little of uh, the Knicks-Hawks last night, Ronis. R.J. Barrett, dude, was like four for 14, but he had like 12 points and six rebounds and five assists. Like, I think he's going to have production, but he's a terrible shooter. Yeah, the shooting won't be great, but, you know, uh, other stats should be decent. Uh, obviously going to get a lot of an opportunity here. And, uh, yeah, NBA uh, going to be pretty fun. Uh, can't wait. Starts on Tuesday night, and it's wide open this year. It is. It's, I'm looking forward to it. All right, maybe, maybe we'll do an NBA preview at some point next week. Uh, Philip Dorsett practice Thursday. I think he plays, and I think he's in a good spot against the Jets. 
I do too. I mean, and basically when he's played like three full games this year, uh, excluding the one with Antonio Brown, he's been really productive. It's 20 targets, three touchdowns. So Brady certainly seems like he has a good rapport with him. And Josh Gordon out of practice once again with the knee. So he could be out. So that's going to open it up for Dorsett. It is a good matchup this week. So, yeah, with all the bye weeks and everything, uh, I think I actually was able to get him in one league and probably will have to use him this week since I have – Devontae Adams in that league, and I don't expect him to play. What do you do with A.J. Green? And do you know how many – I was thinking about this. You know how many teams I, I saw that had Gurley, Gordon, and A.J. Green in it? That's just like literally lighting money on fire. Yeah, we talked about this. You know, I think it's one of the things that – I've always said it. Roster construction for the average player, they do it wrong, especially in baseball. It's a l- little bit different in football. But you talk about those players, they all had risk. Gurley had an arthritic knee. And I know it's a quad right now, and he could be back this week. But we all knew that there was risk with him. Melvin Gordon, you knew, could sit out half the year. And A.J. Green, like A.J. Green, I couldn't believe how high people were taking him. I mean, in the fifth round of drafts, like to me, I didn't want any part of him in that spot. I said it all along. I took Wait, did you say one. people were high who took him? Yeah, they were. But I was surprised because there was one league where I took A.J. Green. It was early August. It was the Flex League. It was round nine, and we have IR spots. That's why I did it. I said, it's round nine. I'll, I'll put them on the IR and add someone. It hasn't come back to Burmy yet. It hurts this week, but I didn't think there was major risk involved there. But any of other leagues, no way. He was, like, way down my rankings, probably in the 35 to 40 range of wide receiver. Like, I just didn't want any part of him. I didn't take him in any of our online championship drafts. I just, when everyone someone took him, I was like, all right, good. Because you got to understand, these players have setbacks. Uh, what they tell you doesn't mean they're going to return in that time span. And you have to take that into account. We're in week seven, and it looks like he's not going to play this week. I never take A.J. Green. I, I haven't had him for, like, three years, I think, Adam. I had I don't, him last year. I don't trust he's good. the team. He's good. he's good. He's a good player. I'm not saying he's not. I'll play him in DFS, actually. I have no problem with that. But in my, in my seasonal leagues, I don't trust the team. I don't trust the quarterback. I don't trust the offensive line. I don't trust any of it. It's all bad. I mean, and you, I'm telling you another guy I'm not drafting anymore, Joe Mixon. I mean, he's got to be, what, the running back 50 this year? It's terrible. I mean, I had a question today, and it was Joe Mixon or Royce Freeman. I said Freeman. Oh, Freeman, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's that bad, and it's not his fault. And then the other thing, too, I had written about it, I think, in yesterday or the day before. The problem with Mixon right now, you know, he's not hardly involved in the passing game. Last week, Gio Bernard played 53% of the snaps. Mixon was at 48. So you're saying, well, at least with them playing from behind, he'll catch four, five, six dump-offs. No, he's not even out there running a lot of routes. It's more Gio Bernard. That's killing him because he's doing nothing on the ground. He has no rushing touchdowns this year. Yeah, Mixon, just complete disaster. Uh, I'm Carlos, H- Carlos Hyde or Joe Mixon? Oh, that's that's really bad. Uh, I guess I guess you have to go with Hyde. Yeah, you have to say that's an easy one. I, think a, it's I, don't know, I don't know if it's easy. Oh, I it's mean, easy. Dude, I think you're not realizing how bad. Oh, I know. How I, trust bad me. Mixon. Let me just say, I haven't seen. Does he, has he gone over 60 yards this year? Yes, once. He had a matchup against. 93. Was it Miami? No. Arizona. Arizona. Okay, yeah, that was the one. Yeah. Everything else was 10, 17, 60, 62, 93, 10. And he said not, two tens, dude. And he hasn't even been involved in the passing game. That is the biggest problem. Two for seven, three for 10, two for 34, four for one. How do you go four for one? One for 16 and two for 29. That's the biggest problem because you were said, all right, Mixon's going to get a huge workload. Even if it's 
the offense isn't that good. All right, he'll catch passes. He's not even doing that, so it, it's a problem. But I will say one thing. Week 16, Joe Mixon gets the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> yeah, how many Joe Mixon oh, teams are going to be playing in week 16? <laughs> but right? if you are, if you are, oh, my God, I'm playing that dude. I'm telling you that right now. I'm so circling be, that game. There'll be like one team in the top 30 of the online championship, when, <laughs> and it holds Mixon and basically – well, so he's like the Derrick Henry of this year? Yeah, he's the Derrick. Well, he has Cleveland in 14, New England in 15, Miami in 16. Oh, geez. You can't play him in 15. No, but four and six, 14 and 16, he's my main, my, my main guy. Well, uh, you know, good luck to those people uh, if they're alive with Mixon. And, uh, <laughs> I have no Mixon teams this year. Do you? I do. I have a couple of mixed. How bad are they? Are they pretty bad? Because no, of him? no, no, no. B- better than you think, because I have good teams. Have but you I been mean, playing them every week? Yes. Are, and are you about to stop that? Yes. <laughs> I'm play. I, I'm benching him this week for Devin Singletary. Yeah. Oh, I feel good about that. I feel. Well, I, I look. I just. I look. I hope. Uh, we both love Singletary, and I'm playing him in several leagues. I just hope that they actually do get him. 12 to 14 touches and that they don't like make I figure fi- I figure 50 yards and I figure rushing and I figure 2 for 30. So what's that 10? Is Mixon getting me 10? Uh if you pray he might. Yeah, <laughs> he hasn't got me 10 all year. I mean Jacksonville hasn't been great, but yeah, look, it's it's tough to How feel. good do you think Jacksonville is against the run? Ooh, they're the seventh worst team. Runs. Yeah, they've been Ooh. giving up. They've been up quite a bit. Ooh, all right, maybe I have to play Mixon. I'll I'll rethink that. I'll rethink that. How about bench Juju, Ronas? Oh, he's out he's, anyway. Yeah, well, Juju, I think in certain – I benched him last week, and I have him in two leagues. Boy, t- <sighs> that was the worst. I was like, oh, I need Juju on the team. Let me take him in the first round. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Juju. But, again, like you can't sit here and, and regret it because Ben got hurt. No one saw that coming. So you just say, hey, th- that's what happens. I mean, even if – when you play in multiple leagues – and you do that, and you try to spread it out, you're going to have a year where just a lot of things don't go right. And you just say, all right. No, right. taking Juju is not a bad choice. You, no one knows that Ben Roethlisberger is going to be out for the year. Come on. Right. Yeah. So, you know. But, you Mixon, just... but Mixon, I think, if I had to do it over again, I wouldn't have done it. Right. I think with Mixon, you could have said, all right, look, they have a lot of offensive line issues. Uh and it's going to be a problem. And the thing was, but the actually, problem is that he he is that he is the only guy there. So when right. you're drafting him, you're, you're looking like, for well, volume. Yeah, and you're like, all right, he's going to get 20 carries a week. How bad can it be? It but, could be this bad, right? So I think that again, it's just another lesson that when a team has a really bad offensive line, and a lot of those issues just started compiling up week after week. Although it looks like Cordy Glenn might return this week. Oh, that's a game changer. He hasn't played all year. So with the concussion, no, Cordy, Glenn's, Cordy Glenn's I know, good. Yeah. I know that, but that's the problem is that like they had a guy retire. They have had so many issues with the offensive line, but it just goes to show you if you have a running back that gets a ton of volume and the team is terrible and the offensive line is bad, you're probably best passing on him, especially if you have to take him in round two. Can I tell you who I may start this week? Don't laugh, Alexander Madison. The Lions are terrible against the run, and I, I might start Madison because I can't think Cook gets 25 carries. Maybe Madison gets 10 for 50. It's possible. It's very risky, though. I mean, last week he got the carries because they were up big, and he, 12 of his 14 carries came in the fourth quarter. I don't think they blow Detroit out, though. I think Detroit is really Yeah, pissed. but I don't think they're going to throw the ball this week. I think Kirk Cousins throws the ball 22 times, which means they run it 41, which means Cook can't run 41 times, so maybe Cook runs 18 and Madison gets 13? Uh, we've only seen that happen twice this year. That's, such that's a party, you're such a party pooper. Well, I'm trying to give you a realistic approach here. I mean, you, Wait, if you if Madison had how many? 
Wait, he's 14 had last week, 12, and 12, 12 against 12 in the fourth quarter, and 12 against Oakland when they won by 20. I don't so see my vision, my vision, I don't is the see Oakland them blowing vision. Detroit out, man. I just my vision don't. is the, can I, why can't I get the Oakland game? Because I don't think they win by 20. Hmm. They were up 34-14 in that game. That game was like over real quick. Can I, get the, can I get the Giant game, 7 for 52, and I'll take five points? You're happy with that? Have you seen my running backs? <laughs> well, you should see some of my teams. Around. I would take to Madison this week, too. So, uh, so yeah, understand. There's some leagues where it is absolutely ugly. Yeah, Dude, I'm starting Mark Walton in a couple of leagues and feeling good about it. It's, it's a pretty tough landscape out there if you don't have a – depth at running back, and I, I feel your pain because I have a couple leagues like that. I think I have to check this out. I think, let me check the Scott Fishball. I may be taking... Oh, dude, you don't want to know my running backs this week in that league because I have McCaffrey. <laughs> oh, my. I couldn't believe I hit submit on this roster. What would you start? I guarantee you, your running backs that you're starting this week are better than mine. I no, will mine put are better. any mine amount are of money on it. Okay. Mine are better. No, mine are, mine are 100%. I have good guys this week. But I have to. I have Bell, Derrick Henry, and Mark Walton. Oh, so you're complaining about that? No, I'm not complaining. I'm just you know, saying I'm starting Mark Walton. You know Walton. who my two running backs in right now? Who? Rashad Penny and Edo Smith. <laughs> Here are my running backs: Mike, <laughs> Mike Davis, Wayne Goldman, McCaffrey on by, Penny, Pollard, Jalen Samuels, Edo Smith, Benny Snell. What am I going to do? Uh, that's terrible. <laughs> that's terrible. I know. <laughs> that really is terrible. It's McCaffrey in a bag of crap. But, you know, McCaffrey's so good, he counts like for four He guys. does, and I got Hunter Henry back, and I have good wide receivers, and I have Lamar Jackson and Winston, so it's not bad, but the running backs are just – that's why I can't do anything in the overall with that. No, no. He really, yeah, but McCaffrey, dude, look, if Devonta Freeman gets hurt, you'd be in shape. Right, or Pollard or, or – Pollard, any of those any guys. Of those, you're, yeah. you're in but, business. But it's taking too long. <laughs> <laughs> Hurry up. All right, we'll take a little break. We'll come back right after this. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. 
So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we're back. Full time fantasy. All right, Ronis. What's going on? Are they building something by you? No, it's something outside. Yo, it is insanely windy today. Somebody, they told me in my building, someone had their their door by the balcony. It flew off the hinges. Really? They That's probably, a cheap door, dude. Well, no, they probably <laughs> didn't have it, the, the lock on. Like, I always have my lock on. Some people, you know, like to leave it open and get air, but it's insanely windy. I was driving, and then a construction sign came in the middle of the road. So, I, you know what? I want to see if it's going to be windy at the stadium today. But, oh, yeah, it's been brutally windy. Oh, yeah, it looks like, oh, okay, it looks like it's going to die down right before game time. Uh, heavy winds until, like, 6 o'clock. But, yeah, it's Who's been starting tonight? windy. Uh, Tanaka and Grinky. Hmm, big game. This is a big game. This is it. Yeah, it's going to be 54 tonight at the stadium. So, not terrible. Yankees lose, it's over, dude. It's over if the Yankees lose. Yeah, this is a big game for them tonight. Uh, and you would think that with Tanaka on the mound that they're, you know, he's been great in the postseason. Um it is a big game, and they need they need at least seven out of them. They cannot take him out early because if they want to win this, it's it's obviously going at least six, if not seven, and that's four days in a row. They cannot afford to keep going into that bullpen. A lot of most of these guys are not used to pitching three days in a row, and they're going to have to now with the season on the line. I have a problem with baseball in terms of you don't use a guy that much. You use him for one inning all year, and now in the playoffs you're using him like two innings, three nights in a row. I mean, and then you wonder why the next year's arm is shot. Well, I mean, they don't have any games scheduled for three nights in a row. The rain, which we hardly see in the postseason, made it this way. So there's nothing you can do because you have the World Series set up for Tuesday. So it's uh, just bad luck right. because they never have. Well, they have. They do have three days in a row as far as three, four, and five because of the setup. So, but you know, you don't have to use a pitcher all those days. And again, in the postseason, you need pitching. That's the problem with the Yankees. They don't have. The starting pitchers that go deep into the games. There's no coincidence that the Nationals are in the World Series. Look at that pitching staff. Strasburg, Scherzer, Corbin, and Anibal Sanchez. No one talks about him. He's been really good this year, and he took a no-hitter into the eighth inning. They have guys that go deep into games. The Astros, they're anchored by Verlander and Cole, who are going to give you seven and eight. Uh, no, th- I mean, that was the Twins' problem. That was the Yankees' problem. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the Yankees are built on— The Brewers' on, problem, too. Yeah, the Yankees are built on— 
okay starting pitching, and we got a, a strong bullpen. But now, did you say we got a strong bullpen? Are you a Yankee? No, fan I, hell no. You know I'm rooting <laughs> against them. I want this thing to end. The, so the Yankees were always brilliant in that they had mediocre starting pitching, but they had a great bullpen. And that's that can get you to a a World Series and a great I just offense. Know, it does, it's a, and a great offense, but it doesn't win thing, you a World Series. But the thing is, you see that the offense gets shut down. Like one of my friends was texting me the other day about Jordan Alvarez saying he stinks. I'm like, have you? Did you watch any of the regular season? Oh. He's like, oh, he looks lost to the plate. I'm like, he's a rookie going against good pitchers in the playoffs. So right. good hitters get shut down. Go look at the stats of some of the players on the Yankees in this playoffs. They're not good because you're facing good starting pitching outside of the Twins. You know, it's so funny. My son, you know, he's a great tennis player, right? And he was angry because he was missing a lot of surfs, right? And I, and I try to use a baseball analogy because he was just missing. He was having a bad day. And I said, in baseball, if a guy gets three out of ten hits at the plate, that's, that's good. Three out of ten is good. In, in tennis, if you get 70% of your serves in, that's great. You know, but I think people don't realize that. People don't realize how hard it is to hit a baseball on them. Oh, it's so tough. And especially now with these guys throwing in the high 90s, even hitting 100, all the movement. And then you're facing one pitcher for the first five and then another guy and then another guy. It's tough, and especially in the playoffs. And you don't see as many runs being scored. And I know there's a lot of talk about the baseball being different. And there was a big complaint about that the other day when Didi's ball didn't go out. Uh forgot for who the Astro who hit it and didn't go out either. So whether that's the case or not, who knows, but it's much tougher to hit in the postseason. You see a lot of the top players put up terrible numbers in the postseason. Not for Derek Jeter, Ronis. Not for Reggie Jackson. Not yeah, for the Jeter, great ones. Jeter had some bad playoffs. Let's not act like he hit 400 throughout his career in the playoffs. He was a pretty darn good playoff player. Playoff player. He was, but, I mean, there were some serious. Come on, don't rank on Derek Jeter. He was pretty darn good in the playoffs. Not if anymore. you could have one soft, one shortstop in the playoffs, would it not be Jeter? Let's be honest. It wouldn't be Jeter. Who would it be? I don't know. Let Doug, me Flynn? Figure it out. Doug Flynn? Doug <laughs> Flynn? <laughs> Any, anybody not named Jeter? Ray Ardonias. <laughs> exactly. That guy. Oh, man. As a Met fan, there was nothing worse than Ray Ardonias. Didn't he always seem to come up in a big spot? You know, two out, two, out, two on, Ray Ardonias up. You're like, oh, my God, it's over. It's like, ah, oh, next inning. How <laughs> yeah, many times I said that? All right, let's do a little team here, Ronis, for tonight's uh, uh, DraftKings. Who is your captain? Captain, my captain. <sighs> See, Lindsay, I think, is going to be very popular. So let's you not could, do him. You could go Freeman. I like Freeman. Yeah. 9,000? All right, let's do it. That's good. All I right. think he scores a touchdown tonight. And he's right, been so catching he passes too. This, this is going to be a. They're going to run the heck out of the ball tonight. I mean, it's they. They everyone has established the blueprint over the last couple of weeks. Denver likes to run to begin with. Those guys are essentially splitting. So, I think you're going to see both those. You know, well, he's probably expensive. I think Mahomes won't be that popular tonight. Maybe I'm. Well, I'm going really. to play him. But I mean, so we have Freeman as our captain. Who is your, our next guy? You want Mahomes? Yeah, you can put him in there. All right. You want Lindsey? Yeah. All right, so we have Freeman, Mahomes, Lindsay. We have three more spots, and we have $20,000. Sutton? Nah, we got too many Broncos here. What are we yeah. doing? Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> We're going to lose. You want Kelsey or Tyreek? Who's more expensive? Tyreek is way more expensive. So go Kelsey. All right. I gotta, do you like Noah Fant tonight at 3400 I like him. Yeah, he's not bad for that price. I mean, he hasn't really done much, but this is a matchup. <laughs> 
Well, like you're, Damian you're just Williams? The, oh, boy. Um, how, is he cheap? We can afford him. All right. I don't know if I like this team. So we have Freeman, <laughs> Mahomes, Lindsey, Kelsey, Fant, Williams. It's not terrible. Let me see. It's not terrible. Because mm-hmm. you're getting Freeman and Lindsey. I like Fant a lot, actually. At the 3,400? Yeah, this doesn't feel like a night to use a defense. No. Um, maybe a kicker. McManus at home is not bad. 5,400. He's 3,600. Uh, oh, I guess. Oh, because I was looking under the yeah. captain. That's Trust right. me, you don't want him as your captain. Oh, no, I know that. Uh, I like Freeman as the captain, though. I, I, I like that. Yeah, I I think he could have a good game tonight. And he's been involved in the past game. He's had several games with four receptions. Yeah, no. So, I mean, and, and this way, Freeman money. and Lindsey, you get, you, get, you get the whole thing. You get the whole package there. And then you have to have Mahomes. No, yeah, because Freeman saves you money. Nine, you know, nine and the captain is a big deal because a lot of people are going to go Mahomes, Tyree, Kelsey, Lindsey will be very popular in the captain spot. So I would think Freeman will be less popular, and I do think uh, he'll get double-digit carries tonight. Uh, All right, let me ask you, do you want Kelsey and Damian, or do you want Tyreek and um, Deshaun Hamilton of the Chiefs defense? No. Yeah, no, nah, I think you got to yeah. go with the other combo. Kelsey and Damian? See, here's or, do you, the th- or do you like Emmanuel he, Sanders? He's not bad. I, wow, Pringle's 28 on Damian. Wait, that's uh, – it's just he's so risky. But if you really want to take down big money, you got to find one of these cheap guys that goes off. you got to be different. Hardman's 58. That's not bad. I know it's risky, but that's what you, you're doing in here. Right, I'm gonna do if, Hardman, if Hardman goes like what he did against Baltimore, 297 and a touchdown, you're going to take that at that price. And I can't see him being highly owned. All right, how about this team? This, this is interesting here, Ronis. Don't, don't, don't kill me. Fant is the captain. Oh, boy. I know. Mahomes, <laughs> Kelsey, Freeman, Lindsey, Flacco. It's not bad. And look, That's not all bad. You, all you need Fant to do is score a touchdown. Yeah, if he does That's it, I'm it. your rich friend. And if I believe, I thought Kansas City's been shaky against the tight end. I they have been. That's why I'm throwing yeah. that one out there. So I get both quarterbacks. I get Kelsey to Mahomes. And then I get the, everybody except, I mean, they just can't throw it to uh, Sanders or uh, Sutton. So wait, who is the, you had Lindsey as the Denver running back in there? No, I have Lindsey and Freeman. Oh, you have both. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think they're going to combine for like 35 touches. Yeah, tonight. me too. So you like that lineup? Should I, should I go in? It's not bad, yeah. I mean, I don't think many people uh, fan, are going to have fan in the, in the uh, captain spot, but you have to do something different if, if right. you're playing. I'm doing like it. If I win, I will give you the $3 back. Oh, I appreciate that. Okay. <laughs> so, wait, they've given up the six most fantasy points to tight end. They've only allowed one touchdown, although a tight end, Hawkinson. But they've gone against uh, Jacksonville tight ends, Waller, six for 63, Carrier, three for 33, Baltimore. and Wow, Andrew's only had three for 15 against them? Ronis, if we win 20K... I'm giving you money. I promise you. All right. It's not a bad lineup. As, as people are listening, I'm putting in the same lineup. <laughs> Doc's going to be like, hey, I tied with 745 people. people. <laughs> so, Ronis, I can only give you 700 bucks. <laughs> yeah, right? right. You know, everybody out there listening to this, don't do what we do because we were probably wrong. I, it's so, it should be so easy to just get six guys. 
It's like pick six numbers in Powerball. How hard is that? Yeah, exactly. It's very easy. <laughs> it should be very simple. <laughs> but I think, you know, the truth of the matter is tonight, the way you win is to put in 150 lineups. I'm not joking. And I would have some with Hardman, some with Robinson, some with Pringle, some with Kelsey. And I would just permutation up and change it around. Yeah, I think so, too, because it, you could easily see a Robinson, a Hardman having a big game tonight. It's not shocking. Trying to predict who it is is the difficult part. And as we've seen, the floor for those guys has been pretty low the last two weeks. And Denver is definitely going to want to run the ball tonight. There's no question about it. They're going to try time of possession. They've seen everybody do it. Well, not everybody, but the last two games specifically with the Colts and the Texans. And Denver has been running the football a lot, which is why I think you see – this spread as low as is. I mean, I think a lot of the public money is going on Kansas City. I mean, they're favored by three. So I like people, Denver. I like Denver. Yeah, I, this is one of those where I go, everyone is on Kansas City. And it's scary when you see that. Because I think like 90% of the money is on Kansas City. But the line is not moving, which means probably a lot of the sharp money is on Denver. Can I tell you what I think? Did I tell you I have a friend? Did I tell you I have a friend that plays big time money on uh, DK and he's got a lot of teams and they get in the uh, world championship? I don't, uh, I don't think you have. So I have a friend who's, who's a, as big, maybe as big as Tommy G a player, right? And I figured out what he does. He's been, he's been winning tickets and he's in the 14 person entry for 5,300 bucks, Ronus, and he's won like four times with that. So he's got four entries into the world championship for $2 million. Okay, so he puts up 5,300, and you said there's how many people in the contest? 14. Right, so if he, and he wins, he gets... And if he wins, he gets 9,000. Okay. Yeah, and he's I mean, won four times. Well, yeah, obviously, the smaller the pool, the better chance you have to win. If, you know, if, if you're sharp, or, you yeah. know... But, I mean, think about it. He's only beating 13 other teams. It's right. genius. Instead of paying $3 and trying to beat 100,000, which, yeah. obviously, your odds are... Because there's going to be someone that puts in some scrub player that happens to score a touchdown and you're like oh man uh, i never thought about him because you know like a deshaun hamilton you know could you ever could you ever spend 5300 on a lineup could you ever Uh, see yourself doing that depends what my salary is at the time and uh, how much money i got i I could see it at some point maybe but i can't do it now i I see it for you ronis in your in your future and if you win i'll be oh so that means in my future you don't see any kids no. <laughs> None that you know about. <laughs> Uncle Adam forever, which is okay. So, it's okay. So a lot of people with kids probably are not putting up 5,300, yeah. right? Dude, I put up 5,300. I'll be putting it out on the street. Well, not if you win. Right. If you're I like, lose, I'll be on the if street. If you win, you're like, oh, yeah, do this again next week. You can do it again, right? <laughs> yeah, right. That's what's so crazy about it. You do it once, you're lucky. You do it twice, it's like you better chance of being hit by lightning. Yeah, for sure. It's not easy, man. It really isn't. It looks easy, right? Yeah, of course, the day before. And then when we get the results, oh, I should have played this guy. I know. All right, guys, back right after this. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount.
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we are back. Full-time fantasy. Dr. Roto and Adam Ronas right here. Ronas, who is coming up in hour number two? Uh, Bob Lung, uh, Mr. Consistency. Yeah. He will join me at 3.40 p.m. Eastern. Do you know to this day, Ronas, I still remember that song that the king used to sing? Yeah. <laughs> Consistency, how many of us have it or something? Yeah. <laughs> Ridiculous like that. <laughs> I don't know, but, you know, Bob is a very good player, though. Bob, Bob, Bob does very well. I don't know how many things he wins, but he makes a lot of playoffs. Yeah, I don't think I'm in any leagues with him this year, but... Uh... Yeah, he does seem to do well, and obviously he's big on consistency, which it does matter for fantasy football. I mean, we've kind of talked about it. We we went over this in the preseason with Tariq Cohen. You know, everyone was like, oh, Tariq Cohen's great. Well, he had four big games last year. There were so many weeks you couldn't use him, uh, and a lot of people don't look at that enough. You know, uh, you always hear, oh, well, this guy finished seventh in PPR wide receiver. Well, okay, he had maybe, if he had five huge games and the rest were not great, is that really good for your fantasy team? 
Well, I mean, no. I, I mean, it's, it's. I mean, in the high stakes, the total points really matter. So. It does, but consistency is important. I want 15 points a week. Would you rather have 15, 15, 15, or zero and 30? You want the 15, right? Don't you? Because you want to win, right? The wins matter too. I mean, yes, the total points do matter, especially in the high stakes formats. But you know, you can also get there via the wins. Right. So, I mean, I, I think in terms of the dominator, you want the wins. If I'm trying to get the big money, that's how I want to do it. Right. But, I mean, you know, as Ian Ritchie always says, you want to have like 150 points a week, right? 15 from 10 different guys? Yeah. No, it makes sense. I think it does. All right, Ronas, who's winning tonight, Yankees or Strohs? Oh, I hope the Astros win. Yeah. Do you think they will? Uh, Yankees have a real good shot tonight. Yeah, if they don't win tonight, dude, it's over. I and hope you would right. hate that. You would hate that. I say, you would hate that. I'm sure of it. End it quick so we can get Cole, Cole, Cole in game one on Tuesday. Oh, that's, that's true. That's a great game. All right, guys. This is Dr. Rose saying be well, take care. I want you to leave it right here. Why? Because you got another hour of full-time fantasy coming up with my friend Adam Ronas and Bob Long. And remember, consistency is very important. Ronas, you are the most consistent radio performer I know. Thanks. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's true. I wish I were more consistent. <laughs> all right, guys. So good luck tonight. And if you're playing Chiefs and Broncos, start Freeman and Lindsay, all right? This is back right after this. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.